Haunted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Twisted Travelers Podcast. As always, my name is Marcus. Hi, kid. My name is Jack, and I'm sitting here with Chris. Chris, how's it going tonight? Uh, Mike, uh, it, it's <laughs> going good. What's going on, people? We're back. We're back again. Off to a Just good start, friendly, I see. Your, your, your reminder that Vajra is better than Magnum. That's right. We're going to rant about, what was it, Alton Towers? Alton Towers, yep. Because, Lord help us, we can't have more flat rides. Oh, yeah. No. Flat rides are a sin. They are uh, unless they are incredibly heavily themed. Like, flat rides are, like, theme park incarnations of the devil himself. That's basically what Alton Towers would like had. Okay, no. They we, wouldn't we theme a flat ride to that, though. We can't have any of that here. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. No flat rides. Flat rides are bad. Okay. Alton Towers would be the park to theme a ride to the devil, though. I can. Just That's what I was saying. Like, it would be like six, 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 the ride, or something like that. That would be what Alton. Towers I mean, they themed the family coaster to you know, being well, sacrificed in a wicker statue. Well, and they also themed like an inversion roller coaster to like slowly being tortured into an insanity. So. Yeah, um, Alton Towers, you're weird. All right. We love you. Like, I haven't been, but your theming's amazing. We have a brick there. <laughs> we do have a brick. I was talking, okay, tangent already. I was at Dollywood yesterday, and I was talking to um, someone, and we were talking about, like, random things we have from theme parks. And I was like, oh, um, and he listens to the podcast. Shout out, Graham. Uh, we'll get to that in a bit. But um, Graham, nice to meet we- you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were talking i was like yeah so chris and i did like we're random like one day like alton towers was selling bricks and we were like well i want a brick oh no i remember we were talking about like uk parks we want to go to and i said oh i want to go to alton towers he's like let me guess nemesis and uh smiler it's like eh, not really i want to lay next to the brick i helped buy yeah I mean, that's the main thing. I mean, also, also, Nemesis like, and Smiler. I want that picture where it's the two of us just laying next to the brick, pointing at it. Like, Jack, yeah. whenever you're ready to go to Europe, I'm ready to go to Europe. Just I'm ready to go to Europe. But you know, Literally, Europe just tell like, me the year I'll go. So here's the thing. You and I are ready for Europe. Europe is not ready for us. I, I We're like too much true. for them right now. I know. That was a great two and a half minute tangent we just did. I mean, um, some this is going to be a short episode anyway, so we would say that, and then I look at some of the stuff we have, and then Marcus hops in, and it's a two and, and a half then, hour episode. Well, that's possible, but hey, let's start it off. Shout out to our patrons: Oh, Jaden from Peninsula of Thrills and Brian from Coaster Three Six Five. Y'all are amazing. We love you. If you want to join our Patreon, the link is in the description. And the first ever Patreon exclusive episode is out now. It is myself, Chris, John, Mike, and Marcus rambling about nonsense for 12 minutes. You'll probably be laughing by the end of it, or like Bryant. We hope you will be. Uh, Bryant said, "I can't repeat verbatim what the did I just listen to." Yeah. Uh, also, Discord. We have more listener questions this week. They all come from Discord. If you want to be a part of the episodes, if you have any topics or questions you want us to answer or touch on join the discord also link in the description every week we send out a reminder and we have a channel for you to give us your questions each week so definitely join in there if you want to be a part of the episodes mm-hmm. and one more thing this week our one year anniversary of the podcast is coming up in like two weeks so if you have an idea for something we should do to celebrate uh, let us know. You can hit us up in our Discord. Send us a me- message on Twitter or Instagram or message me on Twitter and Instagram. We'll figure it out. We'll make it work. Um, all of that stuff is down in that comment section. I don't comment section. Good Lord, I'm going off the crazy train tonight. The description. And I still, Chris is my witness, point down every single time I say that like I'm a YouTuber it or does. something. Welcome to Bybee Channel. Welcome to my channel. Uh, Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the video. Leave a comment (laughs) down below. You remember that old, the old Taylor outro like that? Yes. 
if I mean, we could record through Discord, I would play it. Because uh, you know what I would, would do. Be- I can I can see the text that I get now. Jack, what was that about? I'm like, well, I'm sorry. It was too easy not to make fun of you. Um, if Taylor he even listens. If he even listens. He texted me the, He texted me right before I got on Lightning Rod yesterday. He was like, hey, how do you do this thingy again? I'm like, well, you do this and you do that. And then I text him like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm stuck on Lightning Rod right now. <laughs> He's like, for real? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> Sick. Anyway, off into news we go, because this is going to be a great episode, I can already tell. Okay, let's do it. Pantheon is moving uh, a lot more than, you know, Iron Quasi might be. They pushed but, it, yeah. and it went. It, it, yeah, it, it did a thing. Pantheon moved. It doesn't just sit there, unlike the purple guy. But yes... <laughs> Pantheon. So you got the gold guy and you got the purple oh, so guy. The gold guy's like, hey, yo, you want to go for a ride? And the purple guy's like, nah, just like the thing. And the gold guy's like, okay, let's do this thing. Lucky gold guy and all of his fans. But yes, Pantheon is testing and it looks amazing. It looks so, 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 so good. The trains look so good. The Outer Bank looks so good. Hopefully it opens for the stumble for you guys. You know? Um, that... that- Outer Bank, I'm just watching it, and it's like, I can tell you now, it's not going to be like throwing you out of your seat, like, it's, it's going to be like, like leaning a floaty you. feeling, but if you're in that back car, and it starts going down, I can tell you, you're going to get oh, yeah. flung, and that thing's going to be freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, looks also, amazing. the stall, just how much speed it's carrying through that, it's the same thing as Velocicoasters, but just, whoosh. Yeah, uh... I don't think it's going to be the best coaster of 2021 still. Well, depending on what all opens. But it's going to be really good. It looks amazing. This is a really good year, though, for, like, roller coasters. Because you've got Pantheon, Iron Gwazi, Velocicoaster, Icebreaker, Jersey Devil, any major, Jersey Devil Stump Emperor. Pilot, this, this, Emperor. There's a lot of really good rides opening this year. Like, there's not one that's going to be, like, bad. I can. Yeah. I think we probably both agree right now on what will be the probably be the least popular new ride, but probably well, probably probably either Icebreaker or Emperor. Yeah, I was gonna say Icebreaker will probably be the least favorite. The favorite. But then there's though, the people who just hate on B and M. So. Yeah. Well, the favorites like oh, it could be Velocicoaster, it could be Iron Velocity, it could be Pantheon. I personally, right now, I'm on Team Velocicoaster because Same. we talked about Iron Gwazi way too much, and now I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. That, Bush Gardens wasted their opportunity. That hype train is kind of sailed right now. Either that or it's just sitting there. Oh, but it's yeah. the Suez Canal. I mean, what? That, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't. You knew that I was going to make a joke about that this week. It was too good not to. Uh, Iron Gwazi you, hype train okay. was so much, and then Velocicoaster came along and stole it, because Bush Gardens is like, what do we do now? I don't know, maybe and open Universal's it. like, gimme, 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 gimme. Whatever. I'm, I'm a much bigger fan of Universal than Bush Gardens right now. I mean, I can't blame you, so. Well, anyways, Pantheon testing. <laughs> yes, it's Pantheon is testing, so look forward to hopefully riding it later this summer. Next up, though, Disneyland's like... Hey, yo, Anaheim. So you remember how, like, you lost, like, a ton of money because you didn't let us open last year, and now you're, like, falling apart because we're not open? So you should let us build a third park so we can have more people here and make more money and give you more money. Right. Yeah, this is uh, this is Disneyland's push to get the zoning laws changed so that they can expand because they know Anaheim didn't make all that money. I hope it happens. It'd be pretty cool if Disneyland got their third gate built. We'll It'd see, be though. super cool if it happens, but even if they get the approval, I got like I'm thinking this is a ten year project. Like I would not expect to see this oh, open yeah. until like late twenty twenty time, like tw- late twenty twenty. So twenty yeah, they probably wouldn't start till at least twenty twenty four. Hmm. Um. That being said, and there's so much that by then there will probably be new IPs, but there's some people have already been deco- or decoding it, and some people are like. They could do a Wakanda section, which if you're any fan of Marvel, you know what that means. And I'm not going to lie, that would probably be one of the best themed lands of all time up there with um, Galaxy's Edge and Pandora. Um, 
and like green or the not green gods uh hogsmeade and diagon alley like it would be up there with those lands if they did it mm-hmm. um but again if this is like a 2027 2028 like opening there will be so many new ips to work with by then who knows what they can do but or, I, or, or 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 hear me out they keep remaking stuff into live action films and have no new IPs. Uh, I hope not. I'm tired of this live action film crap. <laughs> Give me something new and original, Disney. Please. Or live action and make more money. I draw the line when they finally released. Okay, I'm still mad about Mulan. I'm still very mad about Mulan because that ruined one of my favorite movies of all time. And now they're just going to continue to torture us by throwing knives at Little Mermaid and the, what was the next one? I don't I don't even care. That's how much I don't like them. Mm-hmm. Never seen Mulan. It's fantastic. Seen Little Mermaid. Never seen Mulan. Mulan is very interesting. I honestly don't. I would not force you to watch that one because I don't think you would care for it. Gotcha. I love it though. It's one of my favorites. Like you want to make me happy, put Mulan on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Literally, we're, we're I can be in the worst mood in the world. Put Mulan on, and I will be happy. <laughs> gotcha. Well, Disneyland Third Gate. It'd be cool if it happened. We'll see. I have. I don't really have an opinion on whether it will or won't, but we'll see. That's all I can say. And finally. Lake Compounds is planning a, quote, visual overhaul, a.k.a. we're painting some stuff and making the park look nice. Dope. That's awesome. Yeah, that's you should good. do that. More Every parks park should, should do, do that. that. Yeah. All right. That was news. That was news. Woohoo! That was great news segment this week. Okay. Um, it was a very light news week, folks. The, the shenanigans are about to start. Ride of the week time. So we're on our rolling train of B&M mediocrity, also known as B&M floorlesses. Uh, we Whatever. did Superman Krypton Coaster last week. Now we've got Kraken, Hydra, and Dominator to choose from. Go ahead and spin that wheel, Chris. Okay. Spinning. And Hydra. Ooh, the one I've written that you haven't. Okay. Hydra. There's a lot of good pros, but there's one con that just eats at me constantly. Um, the layout is fantastic. The JoJo roll is amazing. Um, I will just go ahead and say right now, though, Copperheads is like 10 times better because of lap bars. But JoJo rolls awesome. The layout is a ton of fun um, because it's not your standard like floorless layout. It has some of the elements, but not all of them. There's no vertical loop. Um, it's a lot shorter, more like in height and more compact, um, very whippy um, elements, very pretty ride, great placement, uh, great terrain use, because that park actually does sit on a decent sized hill. Um, it's a really fun ride. My negative with it is anywhere but the front row, it has a like substantially noticeable rattle that makes it almost impossible to just want to re-ride. Like, it's a ride, you ride once, go ride a bunch of other stuff, and then come back to because of that rattle. Because I just... And it wasn't, like, headbanging. It was just the whole ride. You just felt yourself just chattering around in your seat. Which, I don't mind a mild... Like, a small rattle is not bad. But the whole ride... And it's just doing that to you. It's like, come on. It's a little, it gets a little annoying and it can give you a bit of a headache. I don't want to be like the, I hate complaining about it rattles because they, like, some people complain about them. It's like, that's really not a bad rattle. This one is up there among one of the rides with the worst rattles I've ever experienced. Um, and so that's kind of why everyone's like, so how's Hydra? I'm like, oh, the layout's great. My ride experience. It started out really good, and as the day went on, I cared for it less and less. Okay. So, so Hydra has always been a low-key bucket list coaster for me, just because I want to ride weird B&M, you know? Um, 
The color scheme looks great. The JoJo roll will obviously be great. The first drop does it. It doesn't have a pre-drop, right? No, it's just yeah. That, first that, drop. That, okay. Pre-drop. Loving interject here. Great airtime in the back row, but the back row has the worst rattle. So it's yeah. Like, mm. Uh, yeah, I think it'll give good air. I've, like I said, I haven't ridden it, but I think it looks really, really good just because of the layout. The rattle will obviously be the thing that dictates it for me, but it looks like it has an awesome, unique layout that I would love and great terrain usage. And I just like it being weird. I think it would be one of my favorite floorlesses, um, even with the rattle, but we'll see. I mean, I'm riding it this year, so... I will have an updated review later on, but um, I hope I hope it actually isn't as bad as I'm expecting the rattle to be, and ends up being one of my favorites. Yeah, and I, I rode it on like a really hot summer day, so that probably did not help the rattle one bit. Um, because the layout's fantastic, and if the rattle if the rattle were not as bad as I remember it being. It would probably be my second favorite florist. I don't think it could touch Superman because Superman's just mm, perfect. But the, it's how can something be perfect in mediocrity at the same time? You know, I'm saying that as a joke, mainly just to annoy you, right? This is just me using this as a time to point out that Jack is hypocritical and don't listen to his opinions. Yeah, don't listen to my opinions. Don't base your like rankings off my opinions. If you do, I have some serious questions. No, I'm so, I, I, I'm not saying base your rankings off it. I'm saying don't trust his opinions when going into a ride. Go into a blank. Go in with a blank slate. Uh, I will say with Hydra, I really hope the ride was not as bad as I remember it being. Um, I'd also ridden substantially less roller coasters at that point, so I didn't have as many comparison points. But That's still, true. I just rem- I also I just remember like going from like Talon, which is glass smooth if, as I remember it, to going to ride Hydra and it's like getting a headache after riding it, and it's like they're very like close to each other in age, and I was like, huh, well, and it's like and they're at the same park too, and so like they take good care of this one, but not that one. That was like, I don't know, it kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I got you. Great layout, though. Great ride to take pictures of. I do want to ride it again. I, I feel like I'm just crapping on it. It's a good ride. It's a B&M. It's a good ride. So. Okay. That was ride of the week. I I will ride it this year, and I will I will obviously uh, give a, at least a mini review of it when we get to trip report season <laughs> during the summer. But that was ride of the week for this week. So next week, it'll be down to Kraken and Dominator. Now, since this was a shorter episode, we decided to throw in an off-topic, so Jack, go ahead. So, I got two parts. One of them's off-topic, like, for real. One of them's, like, not off-topic, but also kind of because we really aren't talking about it at all this week. Um, First one is Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Disney, Marvel's new TV show. Um, Okay. I'm not a fan. I'm not a huge fan of this show. Nothing like I was with WandaVision. WandaVision caught me immediately and had me hooked for every episode. I'm going to watch every episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but I am not hooked by any means because I do not think the story is anywhere near as good as WandaVision's was. Um, that being said, it is kind of it's cool to get all this new Marvel TV and I'm in the like very minority of people that aren't enjoying it as much. Um, so I don't know, but it came straight off the tail for Wandavision, so it had a lot to live up to. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my mini review of the first two episodes of Falcon Winter Soldier. Second part, which is the on-topic, off-topic thing. If you paid attention to my Instagram uh, over the weekend, you saw I got my first ever rollback on Lightning Rod after four and a half years of riding it. I've never gotten a rollback. I finally got a rollback. This is the weirdest feeling ever because you're just going up that launch and then all of a sudden the train just kind of stops and you just start creeping down that hill backwards. Um, needless to, as it as, as is evident, I got pictures. The ride ops were like, 
So, so you're the reason the e-stop. I was like, well, no, I took it out after you e-stopped or e-stopped itself. I was, they're like, uh-huh. I was like, come on, I've waited four and a half years. Y'all, I knew some of those ride-outs. Like, y'all know I've waited so long for this moment. Like, let me get mm-hmm. my selfie, please. And I, yeah. like strategically, this is so this is so stupid. This is how much I was like hoping and praying it was rollback. They'd been doing this all day where it would send a couple trains and roll back on like a third or fourth train. I've watched them evac that train from the base of the launch so many times. I know the protocol. You start at row one and you work your way back to row 12, popping each restraint individually. And so when we got to the grouper and she's like, okay, y'all are going to rows five and six. I was like, can we have the furthest to the back possible? Not because I wanted airtime, because I was like, if they evac us off this thing for some reason, that means we'll be the last people to get evac. And so we got row 11, turn the corner, go up the launch. Yep. So lightning rods roll back. It was awesome. Feel bad for anyone that was in line after us though, because that ride went down for the day. Because <laughs> it was like twenty minutes till park closing mm-hmm. when we rolled back. So um, one day we will uh, we will get a dragster roll back. Oh, that would be the, that's the like a rod rollback is cool and all, but the dragster rollback, yes, give it to me, please. Someday, so, what we'll do is we'll go to CP during like the end of their operating season when it's colder and just yeah. stay for like four days and ride Dragster a lot and hope for one. That sounds like fun. So yeah, lightning ride rollback. Doll- rest of Dollywood is good. Thunderhead's running good. Can't wait for like November and December when it runs like it's some like godsend roller coaster and Eagle's fun. So everything else. Yeah. Okay, Chris, your turn. Alright, as per usual, any off-topic by me ends up being about the Bucks. so this will be really short. Uh, we brought back my favorite player, Leonard Fournette. Almost everybody's back except for Antonio Brown. We're going to be stacked, and I'm hoping we go for two. I'm hyped. Tom Brady responded to my text message today. That was pretty cool, too. But yeah. Oh, also, I got my braces off. Woo! But yep. Oh, okay. We're, we'll talk about that later. Um... <laughs> That's yeah. like the most random thing ever. So, okay, now on to our lovely listener questions. We love you guys. You send us great questions. You always come in clutch when we ask for questions. I know. they. Re- we do have a really good like group of like four or five people that come up with something new every week. And it's like, yeah, y'all keep coming. Just keep spitting this out. But if you, again, if you want to ask us a question, join our Discord. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. First question comes from Aaron Cough Coasters. Which Missouri parks ha which Missouri parks has the best operations? Oh uh, definitely I know you're gonna shoot St. Louis down immediately. Um Yeah. They had okay St. operations when we were there. I mean they were not like anything to write home about. Um, but I know you'll shoot down St. Louis operations. Well, we can both answer. If it's St. Louis for you, go ahead. Um, St. Louis just really impressed me with their, like, operations that day because it was raining and, like, the park was dead. They had every re- – like, I would not have blamed them in the slightest for running run train and being slow about sending stuff while we were there. But they had two trains on almost every single ride all day long, minus freeze and boss the later half of the day because of a mechanical issue with one of the trains. But every other ride had two trains on the track, no weights. The crews were sending the trains like nobody's business. It just really impressed me. Um, but I won't. I will say their Batman that. had good ops when I was there. But that that was yeah, they really, make. They, they, they have to make up for it, though, because you spend more time walking the queue for that ride than you do actually riding True. it. True. Um, same with most rides at that part, to be honest. Um, but I'm probably going to give it my overall best to Silver Dollar City because they they truly can do it any day of the year. St. Louis, I'm honestly thinking I just got lucky based off other people I've talked to. So I'm going to say Silver Dollar City gets it. Okay. St. Louis wasn't very good other than Batman for when I went. Um, Silver Dollar City, my first visit was excellent. Everything on two trains, so very good there. My second visit was also pretty good. 
time traveler on one train, but it was in the rain and they were having issues with it in the first half of the day. I could tell because they didn't open to like 20 minutes after park opening. So I understand that as well. Worlds Imagine of Fun Ops. roller coaster out opening 20 minutes after park. That sounds like a nice idea. Well, no, I, I, was... I could see them taking the train off is, was my point there. I know that they had issues with the train. Well, <laughs> my ride. I know. Oh, you're used to yours not being for open. six hours and then we'll open. No, when we were at Silver Dollar City like two weeks after you this year, we were talking to one of the ops at Time Traveler and she was telling us like, we have so few staff right now that we cannot run more than one train on Time Traveler because it takes so many people to run two trains on Time yeah. Traveler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. Um, with Worlds of Fun, the ops were good. I mean, Patriot was on one. Mamba, I believe, was on one. Timberwolf was definitely on one. So because of so many one-train ops at Worlds of Fun... And Silver Dollar City just being better. I'm going to have to go with Silver Dollar City. Yeah, I agree. It's They just overall had the better, like, dispatches and getting the trains moving. Like, And they were just on top of it, too. Like, if something happened, they were, boom, on it. Yeah, 100%. All right. Next question comes from Brandon. Favorite park in the world and why? Okay. We're, I know yours. I know mine. I'm going to say my second favorite park because our first they're the same. So to vary our answers, I'm going to say my second favorite park. Mm-hmm. So you start because I know yours. Okay. So Silver Dollar City. Um, just amazing atmosphere. My favorite coaster of all time. Another elite coaster in Outlaw Run. Good filler with Wildfire and Powder Keg. And just beautiful scenery all around, covered, great food. They have Mystic River Falls now, which is great too. They've got some good dark ride, flat ride, water ride combinations, you know. Just, it doesn't do anything wrong. That's no, about it for me. No, it, it really is wrong. Perfect. It's in the middle of nowhere. That's the only yeah, thing it does still wrong worth driving it's in to. the middle of nowhere. <laughs> it is still worth um, driving to. I mean, I agree. It's just 10 hours in a car. It's like, um, So my favorite park right. is also Silver Dollar City. But to vary the answers, I'm going to say Knott's Berry Farm. Um, mainly because of Ghost Town. If you know me, if you've paid attention to this podcast or any of my Twitter or Instagram posts, you know I have like an obsession with Ghost Town. There's a whole section on my dresser behind me dedicated to random Ghost Town crap I've collected. Um, Ghost Rider, Accelerator, Silver Bullet, Fantastic. Oh, Hang Time. Can't forget Hang Time. All fantastic roller coasters. Um, and Ghost Town Alive is easily like some of the most fun I've ever had in a park. And I didn't ride a roller coaster for like three hours. I just ran around playing Ghost Town Alive, getting into the game. Way too much fun. Yeah. I haven't been to Knott's, but I hope to. And I think uh, next up for both of us would be Cedar Point. Uh, not for me. Um, My third close, favorite no. park. Is that, so Cedar Point would be, I think I had, like when I did my blog post about it, I think I had Cedar Point ranked fourth. Do you remember what I had ranked third? Magic Mountain. Guess it. Nope. Magic Mountain. Dollywood. Nope. Nope. Remember, I don't count Dollywood because it's my home park. It wasn't Disneyland. No, that's number five. I don't know. We, you've been to me. We've we've been to this park together in the last Earthly? six months. No. What? Islands. Oh, islands, 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 islands. Yeah. Okay. You know, islands is up there for part. me too. Yep. Yes, I love Islands of Adventure. So. Okay. All right. Okay, next question. Funniest theme park or amusement park experience? Oh boy. Okay, I have I have one in mind because this one always makes me chuckle. No matter if I don't matter what I'm doing, if I, this pops in my head, I just start laughing. Um, it's us riding Mako. With me putting my hand over your head and you just flying up and smacking into it over every hill. 
Yeah, that, okay, that's a good one. Uh, if you're going to bring that up, we have to bring up Sand Serpent. Uh, writing Bush Gardens Wild Mouse, just all, all the one-liners and funny quotes uh, that came out of that between uh, us. Yeah, that... Really, anytime you and I ride a wild mouse oh. together, it ends up being <laughs> funny. Yeah, now I was about to say, Hershey's Wild Mouse, like... Okay, it has a rolling station, so first off, this thing's already just goofy. Like, why do you need a rolling mm-hmm. station for a wild mouse? And then we're going up the lift, though, and we just see one of the trains above us just go whoosh around the corner. I was like, Jack, did you see that? And then it ends up being trimless and just like the most insane wild mouse we've ridden. Uh, that we was were funny. Tackling on that. Yeah, thing. we were dying. Or continuing with the wild mouse stories, um, the spinning wild mouse at Kissimmee when we all th- we each took our own car and waited it so we could spin as much as possible. Yes, that also happened. Um, there is some more. We we should there do a mind. Or we should do a wild mouse appreciation. Episode. I am so down. Uh, hold on, I'm, I'm thinking there has to be more. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to ride. Okay, just just riding over George's Batman three times in a row at that oh, speed, God, that was and the ride up, clearing the train for dispatch while still checking our restraints in between the rows. <laughs> that that has to be a, one of the two, and also Scream Machine night rides, just because we were all dying oh. laughing through how much fun we were having and hitting the brakes. Or let's just go all the way back. You go ride with that kid that you've never met. I'll go ride with that that's, kid that I've never true met. As well. We'll make this happen. <laughs> Carolina Gold Rusher. Yes. Yeah. We we had some good ones and they're gonna keep coming. Uh what else? I'm okay, so that's like a ton of stuff that's happened when we've been together. I've there's been some funny stuff where it's just been like me and my dad is um I'm trying one of my favorite things was uh we were in line for Steel Vengeance and we were talking with some people around us about like line cutters and everything. And uh, David, we were with David and Greg for this trip. And David's like, oh yeah, a couple of years back we were at, uh, I don't remember which park he said, but we were at some park. And this girl just kind of came up behind us and was like, excuse me, I think I dropped my earring. earring. Can you all help me look for it? And of course everyone's like, oh yeah. And they all bend down to help look for it. And when they bend down to start looking, her and her friend just take off flying past them and skip up about 20 or 30 more people. And they did this over and over and over until they had skipped the entire ride. Wow. So if you're ever with me, my dad, or my dad, or David and Greg, and you hear one of us say, oh, I dropped an earring, and we just start pushing through you, that's where that joke originates. Uh, You have pulled that on me multiple times. I have pulled that on you multiple times. Have I ever told you that story before? I don't think so. I mean, I knew it had some origin like that, but I don't think yeah, you told me the that origin full story. Um, a couple the other ones. We did, this in, we did that in like, <laughs> the Steel Vengeance with all like the flaming moss next to us, so we were all yeah. already like stupid because of how bad it smelled. Uh, there's a couple between me and my sister just joking on rides. Um, like riding poltergeist when I had a nothing to drink that morning, but Pepsi, uh, and just not feeling good and making jokes about it the whole ride. That was fun. But yeah, I mean, we both have, most of them come and work together, really. Oh yeah, there's a ton of funny stuff. I remember one that it was kind of, we weren't together, but we were also texting through that entire thing. Was you sending me pictures of you like ankle deep in water at Magic Kingdom and me laughing my head off because you were riding Splash Mountain in the pouring rain. <laughs> also, getting a lights on ride on oh, Space yeah. Mountain and then spamming your phone. Yep, so I, 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 come I, back. I told this on the podcast. I was in the shower when he was spamming me. As I'm getting out, my phone was on the counter, and I'm getting out of the shower. My phone is just vibrating itself, and it's about to fall off the counter. It's vibrating so much. And I pick it up. I'm like, what is so important? That, that, was, that has to be one of my favorite theme park nights ever because it was pouring rain. It was pass holder night after hours. Nobody showed up because of the rain, so everything was a walk-on. And I didn't care about the rain. I got to ride everything a ton. Like seven drawers usually has like a 120 minute wait. I waited probably 15 minutes. We walked on a splash round, walked on a space round, big thunder, all that. That was a good day. 
Oh, we have some good ones. I think I think that's it also, for now. The top oh, golf. Maybe not. Ooh. That's not a theme park memory. No, but it's. It was a trip a memory, trip. but. Go, what me beating no. you with my awful swing? Well, we're not going to talk about that. But the the one Instagram <laughs> video I got of twice. Was like, I was like, I just that one makes me die because you're. Oh yeah, because like, no, I literally. I hit okay, that was when I swung and I either bounced it off the cart into one or I directly hit the flagpole and it dropped in the middle. And I was like, ooh, you see that? Now, now I'm gonna go hold on. It's on where is it? Archive story. Archive. Oh I got another one from that trip now. Bothering you in line the entire time while oh, in line for Iron Lord. Rattler. God, I have blocked uh, that on my head. <laughs> the entire probably 30 minute wait for Iron Rattler. I'm just saying RMC everything. R- <laughs> I'm Literally naming every ride I can think of and saying RMC the whole 30 not, minutes. Not not just rides. You were saying like anything. Like anything. I know. Yep, yeah, here it is. Ooh, yeah. Oh yeah. Hold on. We must. More save video. <laughs> Your reaction in this. Okay, I'm done. Uh, oh, okay, another one. Hagrid Night Rides with Sarah and her roommate, and Sarah's roommate's cackle laugh. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Sarah's roommate has the best laugh, and he can't contain it on coasters. So, Mummy and Hagrid's Hagrid. twice. He's just, you hear, he sounds like a cartoon character. He's like, the whole way through. That, that, that's good as well. Our first night ride on Hagrid's, that it was me and Sarah in the front row, and he was in the back row, or like very far away from Sarah and I. And Sarah and I just just going through the turns, and we just hear it off in the distance. And she and I are dying. It's just, yeah, that was a good one. Okay, I well, I think we've set it up. That's a lot. We could probably think we of more, could, but if you haven't tell, we have re- we have a ton of fun at parks, and almost anything we do at parks. This is, is why you should join us if you uh, are going to be at a park the same day we are. I mean, we announce our trips. We do announce our trips. Oh, and there's I could w- one more. The picture of you eating the donut. Oh my lord. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> that was that question. Thank you, Brandon, for uh, the nostalgia trip. All right, uh, that was like just a trip down memory lane. Yeah. Um. All right. Last yeah. question. Best theme park food. This is from John Mike. He in his the question he put best park theme park food and why is it cinnamon bread? I didn't include the it's one of them because right? I don't agree with that. But cinnamon bread is one of them. The two main it's... parks I have to give shout outs to is Knobles and Lagoon. They have really good food. Yes. Um, okay. Best theme park food, potato patch fork fries at Kennywood. That is my favorite. Uh, also got to throw this out there. If you're looking for just straight junk that's going to give you diabetes on its own. Um, SeaWorld Food Festival. I don't know if they have it anymore, but they did last year or the year before. But at the Germany Pavilion, they have foot-long chocolate-dipped salted pretzels on a stick. Oh, that sounds like cholesterol. It, yeah, it gets all <laughs> over everywhere, but it's so good. I would get that every time. So, Michigan's Adventure, you have to exit through a candy shop, which is always a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah. Um, hey, you could have gotten the two credits on High in the Sky Sis Trolley Train Ride, and you have to go through a candy shop. When you were here, no. you didn't even get, you didn't see them, I don't think, but they have Lard Lad donuts that are some of the biggest donuts you will see. They're about this big. That's too much. That's too much. I, I can eat a whole thing on my own sometimes. I'm sure I could too, but I would be hyper for I mean, hours. you got sick from half a loaf of cinnamon bread when we were at Dollywood that one time. Yes, I did, because I don't... Yeah, that stuff does not sit well on my stomach at all. Mm-hmm. Cinnamon rolls from Show Street. If you want the best thing at Dollywood, it's the cinnamon rolls at Show Street. Sorry, cinnamon bread. Um, yeah, so there's best food. So, okay. 
This next segment, this is one I pitched to Chris a couple months ago, and we just kind of never did it. I was like, let's do this thing. Um, this is five things I hate about you, theme park edition. So basically what's this going to happen here, this is kind of our headliner for tonight. Chris and I have each written down like five pet peeves or things that irk us when we go to a theme park or something like that. Um, and we're going to go back and forth sharing them, talking about them. And yeah, they really aren't in any particular order. Um, but yeah, five things I hate about you theme parks, because even the best things in life still have something wrong with them. Okay. I'm I'll sure everybody start. can predict one that I have, <laughs> but so I think I'll go ahead and get that one out of the way real quick. And that's when parks don't open completed rides. I wonder where this is angled towards. I'm mainly that's talking about Iron Glass from the last week. <laughs> yeah, uh, kind of like the main thing about this, as far as a pet peeve with me, was. The advertising that if you buy this annual pass, you will be among the first to ride Iron Glossy. So I spent the extra 100 and whatever dollars to upgrade my fun card to an annual pass. This, I, it's, it's looking like I'm not even going to be able to use that pass that I bought to ride Iron Glossy with to ride Iron Glossy. That's the thing that mainly gets on my nerves, was the advertising there, and now I'm probably not even going to use what I bought. Four iron claws. But we'll see. Maybe they do open it on time. Highly doubt it. It'll probably never open, but who knows? Yeah, that seems like a fair guess at this point. So, okay, here's a one. This is at some, there's a couple of parks that really have an issue with this. Parks that don't have trees. Well, <laughs> like... okay, we can mark one of mine off now. Lack of shade was one for me as well. Go ahead. Well, okay, so. Yeah, so we'll knock that one out. Yeah, tree, like, a park that doesn't have a ton of greenery in it, um, at Worlds of Fun comes to mind. There's a lot of blank Kentucky space. Kingdom. Kentucky Kingdom. Um, what's another one that even... Even Kings Island is lacking in the green department. Like, yeah. Yeah. I like it. And you. this is coming from someone who has Dollywood in Craftsman's Valley, where, like, you cannot see the sky in places. The trees are so thick. Um... I'm used to a ton of trees. I love trees at a park. I think that adds so much character and shade and like photography. Not having trees at your park irks me. Another one, SeaWorld. And I know it doesn't fit the sea vibe, but come on, put some Which trees Which one in. are both? Uh, both, yes. I can see that. Orlando in some areas is much nicer. Uh, the entrance pavilion is... It doesn't have a lot of trees, but it kind of fits the vibe with it being sort of Mediterranean, you know. Yeah, beach. and like I, I, yeah, I get it because it's a sea world, and yeah, there aren't going to be trees out at sea. But once you get further back, it's a little better, except yeah, for in the crack in Antarctica area. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you said your lack of shade. I also yeah. agree with that. Um, okay, here's another one. Cattle pens. Queue lines that have just like a giant just cattle pen where it's just back and forth the entire thing. Like, I hate those. There's like, um. Now, if it's inside a themed building or something, and, it's good. It's fine. Yeah. And I don't have an issue with like one that's like three or four like back and forth wide. Like, that's not bad. I'm talking about like, um, a big one that comes to mind is like Millennium Forces Q or Dragster's Q. Those drive me nuts because there's nothing. And um, now, well, okay, way, mm, you do get I to can, look at the you get to I look can, at the yeah. ride. Dragster's but, Q, I can understand kind of, but it, I like it. It's still really cool just being right in the middle of that thing, watching it and getting your nerves up. Yeah, I love that. Dra Dragster's probably a bad example, but. Rides that just have like back at just one giant cow pen drive me nuts because I like one of my favorite queue lines in existence is Mystic Timbers queue because through that whole thing you're always like moving and snaking your way through so it always feels like you're making progress towards the station. Um, same thing could be said with Orion's queue or um, Lightning Rod's queue, like all of these rides, you're just constantly making forward progress towards the station, which helps so much with that like mentality 
of, oh yeah, I'm going to get the ride this soon, as to where if you're just stuck in like a giant cattle pen with nothing to look at, tornado, um, then yeah. So there's, that's a pet peeve. I understand that. that, I agree. I agree with unthemed cattle pens are just unshaded. Like, unthemed is a key word, because, like, Flight of Fears, I don't care standing in Flight of Fears cattle pens, because there's something to look at. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay. My next one is going to be rides that end up being down for months, but there is no clarification on the website or notification, if you get what I'm saying. So there's been situations where... A ride will be down for months, even during the time when I buy my tickets, and they just say we hope that we could get it up by a certain time, but there's no clarification of it could potentially be down here, or a ride being under maintenance that I'm unaware of, and there's nothing on the website. Uh, Point a finger, like, just call a ride out, because I know this has happened. Multiple boomerangs, Worlds of Fun, Six Flags St. Louis's are the two main ones I can think of, which are just, you know, credits I missed, so nothing super huge. It's just a tiny pet peeve. But uh, I, I can understand if it's daily stuff, but when it's seasonal maintenance or something like that and there's no clarification on the website, you know. Yes, stuff happens. Like, I get it. There are days a ride can't run because you need a part from the company or a sensor's trip and you got to figure out what's wrong with it. That happens. But, like, here's a great one. Volcano. It's like, oh yeah, it's it's just sitting there, and we don't want to. It's like, oh yeah, by the way, we're tearing it out. Um, like you could have at least told, uh, like, yeah, volcano comes to mind with that whole thing. It's like, why did you do this to us? So, okay, next one. This is probably will come as no surprise to a bunch of people. Locker and camera policies. Um, so camera policies, it's got um. Haven't had an issue since over Georgia, which is great. Um, but locker policies, perks that make you buy a locker for your camera or um, and put it in the locker, drive. It's like, come on. The bins do not add much time to your operations, and it's not like you're Europa Park, and it's going to matter anyways. Right. Ones that um, are free aren't as much of an issue, though. If it's free, I don't mind it. But it also, there are also rides... It irks me because it's like I want to take my camera in the queue line because there's good pictures in the line for it. But like, and I get with a ride like Millennium Force and Topsail Dragster where you unload in a separate spot and you load, I understand that because it's not really possible for there to be locker systems there or bins on the platform there. But on a ride like, what's a good example that? Over Georgia, great example. All of their rides could have bins on the platform, but they don't because they're over Georgia. Um, or in the Six Flags. <laughs> also Toro. Oh, yeah. Also Toro does not have bins on. Great Adventure does not have bins on their platform. Does Vengeance? Nope. Vengeance does not have Supposed bins to Timbers? On Timbers does not. Um, Kings Island, the big... The, the three of the... Big Five don't have bins. Orion, Banshee, and Mystic don't have bins. Um, and there are rumors they want to get rid of them on Beast and Diamondback too. I will come unglued if that happens. Um, yeah, so stuff like or Carowinds, no bins on Fury um, or Copperhead. So stuff like that drives me up the wall. Like, it's you. like, come on, it would not take much to put a bin over there. Let me drop my crap in it. You're good. Yeah. Okay, that's not one that I thought of, but that that's a pretty common one, I'd say. A lot of people agree, including me, so I understand. All right, mine. My next one, poor merchandise. You know, a lot of parks I go to, mm, Good one. I want to get a shirt of my favorite attraction there. And I haven't even been there, and I already know, Magic Mountain. Uh, from what I've heard, at least. But yeah, just at least one or two shirts that aren't like over the top crazy graphics, you know, that that's what I like. Yeah, that's a good complaint. Um, There's a lot of and there's also you can if you don't go to like if you only go to like one amusement park, you're not going to tell. But enthusiasts are going to be able to tell. Like, I'll go to Dollywood, and they'll have, like, a new t-shirt in for a while. And you go, like, oh, hey, that's cool. And then they go to Kings Island. They have the exact same shirt for Banshee. And I'm like, huh? 
like so there's like they have these like templates and they just pass them around apparently it's like come on come up with something original something cool preferably don't just slap the logo on a t-shirt those are cool every once in a while but give me something like awesome um i gotta give a shout out to king's island on their orion merchandise this past season was awesome and dollywood's been really stepping up their game the last couple seasons on their roller coaster merchandise as well mm-hmm. and then their six Flags magic mountain I'd, I'd say one example of a good shirt that's super simple that I'd like is my Phoenix shirt. You know which one I'm talking about. It, it's yeah. super simple, but it's not just the logo. Like, And I also love it. Also, your Outlaw shirt. Is yes, awesome. that as well. Um, I mean, even the Time Travel shirt I'm literally wearing right now, it's pretty basic. I almost wore that shirt today. I wore my Stay Gold uh, Made the Thrill shirt today. Um, trying to think of an, another T-shirt that I wear like constantly is... Uh, What's a good one? My Formula Rosa shirt. I love that thing because it's so simple and yeah, it's so awesome. Yeah, I got you. So. Yeah, that's that is a nice one as well. Thunderbird shirt as well. I love the Voyage one, even though it's a little more not as simple, but it's just like it's literally just the drop going down the shirt and the logo. Oh yeah, you have the vo- you have that one. I've got the um, made to throw one. Made to throw one, which is awesome. Shout out him. Well. He came on the show. Go listen to that episode. Yep, that's a good episode. Um, t-shirts. If you follow me on Twitter, you saw I tweeted the other day. I have like 65 of them or something now because I've been cleaning out my closet because I'm running out of room for t-shirts. wonder why. Um, <laughs> so I have like 65 roller coaster t-shirts. So I, could, I can literally go like a sixth of the year or something without ever wearing the same roller coaster shirt once. It's kind of scary. Oh, another one I love. We just got them, too. Texas Ring- Stingray shirts are awesome. Oh, yes. We both have those now. I, I wore that the other day. Yeah, that's a good I one. I wore that the other day, too. It's, a little, it's, a, it's at the front of my closet right now. It hasn't started working its way back. It's at the front. Gotcha. So. All right. Next up for you, what you got? Um. Okay, this one's the cop-out answer, but it's so true. One train ops. Come on. One train ops. One train ops. Um, I we talked to hit on it earlier. With I understand if it's a staffing issue, but if you're doing it just because you don't like, if you don't really have a legit excuse not to run two trains or run three trains, if the ride that can run three trains, why? Especially if the park is busy. Um, there and there are legit excuses. I know Lightning Rod has its rain issue and time traveler staffing issues. Um, you have to have a certain number of people to be able to do it by like or company like operation standards. I get that, but if you're just not running two trains because you don't want to run two trains, I have an issue with it. Gotcha. I agree with that. Um, and that kind of, kind of, well, not really, but yeah, I agree. Two train ops on a busy day, or one train ops on a busy day, when it's not a maintenance or staffing issue, just doesn't make sense. Especially if it's for a super popular attraction. Um, so yeah, I agree with that. My last one is staffing issues, but they're understandable in a lot of times. What I'm more saying is maybe overstaffing in one area or just not opening stuff uh, whenever you easily could. And I'm mainly talking about restaurants and stands because on a hot day, a lot of people need water or a lot of people waiting for food. If you end up waiting an hour for food, there's probably a problem and it's probably spreading out staff. I've had issues with that before. And I just wish staff being spread out a little bit more would be better. I can completely understand any issues that's going on right now, but before COVID, you know. Yeah, optimizing your staff, like, we need people. And this is goes back, like, you mentioned food, and this goes back to, like, one of my cardinal rules of theme parks is you never eat at lunchtime or dinner time. You always add, you you're, if, like, Runch Lush Dollywood is between 12 and 1, you eat at 3. Like, you never eat at a mealtime. That's a cardinal rule of a theme park for me. Um, or if you have to, you know where the lines are short. You talk to the people. But I agree. Like, optimize your staff. Like, okay, make sure every drink stand is open, especially on a hot summer day. 
I love the employee that's already got the waters like pre-made ready to go to hand the people like you are my savior because I can just walk by grab a water like that's great um so yeah I agree with that optim parks if you're listening optimize your staffing please so okay my top hit I mentioned this to Chris the other night because this is just one of those things that drives me up a wall racing roller coasters or dueling roller coasters that don't race or duel looking at you king's island only only running one side of the races certain days or twisted colossus not dueling that often or rebel yell only running one side perks you put especially the racer i always go back to it's called the racer it can't race unless both trains are going so when it's it's like what am i supposed to call it not racer or something um so yeah like again Staffing issues, I understand. If that's the reason, fine. But on a busy summer day, I suspect you have the staffing. So why aren't you running both sides? Mm-hmm. I understand. I agree with that as well. Um, yeah. I only had that issue with Racer 75. Um, and it, you know, it definitely could be better. It's just one of those little things that enhances the experience that a lot of parks could do better at it happens all too often that i go to king's island my dad and i will make like a run up there for like a day trip and they'll only be running one side and i have a soft spot for racer like if it's running and doesn't have a weight i will ride it every single time because i love it but it happens all too often it's like they're only running one side what's the point because the fun is always getting the race and like poke fun it's like haha you lost or come on we were ahead until the turnaround and stuff like that yeah so it just always has driven me up the wall with i show up and it's like oh we're only running one side of racer today i'm like "Ah." okay well is that it i think that's it um so yeah that was five things i hate about you but also it's actually 10 things i hate about you because you got it from both of us so um let us know on Instagram in the uh, comments section and Twitter and all that. And in Discord, what's your like least favorite thing about theme parks? Um, also, I'll add one more. You get the bonus at one. Karen's. I mean, Go die in a hole, please. Luckily, it's a rare occurrence around me, at it's, least. It's rare, but I hate it when it happens. Yep. So, okay, announcements and stuff at the end of the show. What do we have? Oh, this is my thingy. Um, okay, thousand follower giveaway starts today. I'm gonna the uh, when this is out, it will have it probably will start. If you're listening to this at six a.m., it will not have started yet. I'm not waking up that early, but this will start on Wednesday, March thirty first, and it is going to run until uh what day? So it is going to run. Until Wednesday, March 7th, you will have a week. And here it is right now. You're getting your bonus work as you listen to the entire thing. If you tweet at me the word Talon, you get extra entries. I don't know how many extra entries yet, but you're going to get extra entries if you listen to the entire show. Um, so if you tweet Talon at me, you can just reply to a tweet with the word Talon. I don't care if it's out of context or not. As long as you tweet the word Talon at me. You get extra entries. So there's the thousand dollar giveaway. Get in it. It's a 24 by 36 print of your choice of one of my pictures signed. Comes with some park maps, some other cool things. It's going to be epic. So definitely make sure you get on on that. It's one of the only times I'm going to do something this big. Uh, Other than that, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter is at Twisted Travelers, but the R at the end is a one. Instagram is at Twisted underscore Travelers. You can follow Chris at Twisted Travelers Chris, and you can follow me at Thrilling Moment on both Twitter and Instagram. I think that's everything. Did I miss anything? Yeah, I think that is. Woohoo, I made it through it with one take. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to all the listeners for the questions. If you have more questions, join the Discord Patreon. Everything that Jack said, we will see you next week. But actually, we won't because we're taking next week off. So we'll see you in two weeks. (laughs) Okay, yep. I forgot about that. Bye. (laughs) Bye.
Thanks for listening to the Twisted Travelers Podcast.